The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Gulf Coast State College and the Center for Student Media. Hello everyone, Jerry Tabot with you once again here at Gulf Coast State College getting our military program back on the air once again. I'm so appreciative to the college for allowing me to do this and what we're going to do as long as we can carry through on this program is we're going to talk about the military community. We're going to talk about things that are important to our veterans, uh, things that are important to our active duty, the school systems. We'll get into talking to some of our representatives and talk about what's happening not only state-wise but also national level. So it's great to be back again. I want to personally thank Gulf Coast State College once again for allowing me to be on the program with them once again and we will get her going now and we'll talk about it uh, throughout the day today some of the important things with our veterans and what better way to kick off this brand new program with November 11th being Veteran Days. I'm bringing in a group from Clifford Sims Nursing Home and I'm, let me just introduce them to you. First of all we have Ginny O'Hare who's the activity director over there at Sims. Um, Hank over here He's something else. He's, he's an Air Force guy, just like I am. Master Sergeant <laughs> retired Henry Wolf, and then sitting next to him is uh, Sergeant Robert Burgess out of the uh, Marine Corps. Thank you all for coming in today. It's a pleasure to have you, and it's an honor to be with you guys. It's a pleasure we'll talk to, to you a little bit in just a second here, but first of all, Jenny, give us an overview. Uh, what is Clifford Sims? Well, thanks for having us here today, uh, Jerry. Um, Clifford Chester Sims is a veterans nursing home uh, it's a 120-bed facility that is run by the state. It's licensed by the state of Florida. And um, we serve just veterans. Um, you have to be honorably discharged to come. And we have a variety of different services. Of course, there's 24-hour nursing services. Then we also offer housekeeping services and meal services and, of course, activities, and that's what I do. Now, how long is how long have you guys been there? We had our dedication to the building in 2003, so we've been open for 20 years. And uh, when I was over there the other day, you only have three ladies in there now? What's the deal? Yeah, we only have three female uh, veterans at this point. We did at one, when we were in our coming into, you know, growing, we had up to maybe 12 to 14, but now we have three. All right, well, we'll get back with you in just a second, but sure. I want to talk to these two gentlemen here, and it, like I said, being a, a fellow veteran myself, it's, it's so important that we talk to you guys and let the community know what's going on. First of all, Hank, I'm going to start with you. When did you come in, and why did you come in? Well, I came in 1963. My dad had always been in the Army as long as I can remember. And I decided I didn't want to be in the Army, so I went in the Air Force. <laughs> I thought it would be a great career to learn how planes operated and different systems on aircraft. You know, that, when I went in the Air Force, I said the same thing. They're not going <laughs> to draft me. I went, no. in, I went in May of 16. It was really funny because I got my draft notice when I was in basic training. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but you know what, uh, Robert, you, you're, you were in the Marines and everything. Why did you join? It just the stuff that was going on at that time, 1966, and there's a lot of Vietnam was getting kicked up, and and I wasn't going to college. I knew I'd be drafted, so I joined. What What was your job when you were in the in the military? I was in 106 with cordless rifles, flamethrowers, 
Yeah, I had a brother that was over in uh, Vietnam and Da Nang, but why did you choose the Marines? Well, the truth is my dad was in the service and he was in the three other branches and I joined the Marine Corps because of family filled up the whole thing. Took all of it. Did, did you enjoy, at the time, being in the military and the camaraderie? Everything was okay. It was just something that went on, you know, everyday life. You know, Hank, there's, there's people say, Jerry, why do you get along with the Army, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, whatever? You know, they, people need to realize that we're all doing basically the same job. We support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. And it doesn't make any difference what uniform we wear. We are always there. And I don't know how you feel. And Hank, I'm going to ask you, when you're out in a, with a group of people or, or visitors and stuff, personally, I can tell a military veteran or someone that's in the military. Do you have that same feeling? Sometimes I do, yes, sir. A lot of times they'll come up and ask me if what branch of service I was in. And they'll say, thank you for your service. And it makes you feel good. Now, one of the things that a lot of people always want to ask is, as a veteran now, and, and I'll go back to you on this, uh, Robert, as a veteran, what kind of changes have you seen from the time you came in the military to now with our military? Well, there was a draft going on back when I went in. We, I graduated from high school, and there were seven of us, or I think it might have been eight, that joined the Marine Corps together. We all went through boot camp together. We had to wait a little while to go because we graduated in June, and it was I had, I had to turn 18 before I could right. go to boot camp. So it was July before we got to go to Paris Island. What about you, Hank? What was the question? What about the military, uh, the difference you've seen from the time you went in to now? Oh, it's changed quite a lot. Back when I went in, it was more like a, you were a group and you, you trained as a group and everything. Now it's more on the individuality of the person, what he knows, how he works, stuff like that. You know, one thing that has really changed is the discipline. Now, I know when you guys were in and when I was in, if you were told to get a haircut, it's hard to can I go right now? And they say, you should have been there five minutes ago. Now it's like, well, you know, sir, can I, I wait till payday or something like that? It seems like the, the discipline is a little more lax. It's more like a civilian-type job than a military job. Exactly. Have, you, have you noticed that? Yes, I have. When you were told to get a haircut, you better go get it right now. If your shoes weren't shined, you better shine them. And if your tigs didn't look right, then you better get them right. What about you, Robert? Same feeling? More or less. Everything. It just kept kept us busy. And that's the thing. We we ate together. We prayed together. We went to war together. And it was yep. a camaraderie and everything. I'm going to give you guys a break for just a second. Ginny, I want to jump back over to you. Um, you said that you take veterans... They don't have to be retired just as long as they've been in the military. Correct. 
what's some of the admission requirements that that you have over there like these gentlemen had to go through to to get I know you don't just say okay I'm here put me in no, it, you, there's no. a lot of stuff involved in that no there uh, yes of course you have to um well first of all you have to uh need our services you can't just come in and if you're not if you need nursing services you can't just come in off the streets and be able to take care of yourself because that's not what we do. We're a 24-hour nursing service, so you have first of all you have to need our services, and then um, and but basically that's all. You just have to have that. It's a paperwork, and if you don't meet the criteria on the paperwork, and you're a, a high-functioning individual, and you can still go about your merry way in in life, then you don't need our services. So we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to admit you. There's a there's a whole team that looks at the right. paperwork to make sure that you're eligible. But yeah. basically, you a honorably discharged veteran. And another question that I get a lot is when people I have talked to that thought maybe about going over and being there. How do these gentlemen? How do they pay for their services, or is it free? That's a big question well, that people want to know. Is it free? No, I, it's not. It depends on your service-connected disability, and um, I'm I'm not because I'm activities. I'm not. Right. I don't know all the details on that, so I don't really want to say too much about that. But I do know that it it's based on their disability. Um, some pay nothing, some pay a portion, some pay all. What's, what's the age group? I know when I was, I was over there a couple of weeks ago, I met one gentleman that was 102 years old, and he was like us, you know, yep. active and everything. What's, what's the age group? Well, we do. We have three 100-year-olds. Wow. Two of them, the two, two of our ladies are 100, and then that gentleman that you met is 100. But then we have one that's as young as 30-something. Uh, so, so there's a cross-section in there. Yeah. And that's, that's what's good about it. It's not... People say when you say a nursing home for veterans, they're thinking about people that are sitting there around with zombies, basically, with nothing to do. They have disabilities. They may be in and out of a wheelchair. It doesn't make any difference. But they have this misconception that it's a place where they're, you're shipped to go pass on to another life. That, That's not true. That's not true. That's the old way of thinking of a nursing home. You. We're not, we don't go there to die. We go there to finish living. And, we, and we're very fortunate at the VA, at the Veterans Home, because we have this community support that is so generous. Right. Whatever we need, whatever we need. If I ask for something for one, I get 20 of them. And then 20 people can have it. Um, so we do a lot of things. We do a lot of things with the community. So we're always out and about. We don't. We don't. I try. We try not to stay still because you know if you sit around and you, right. you you're bored, you're lonely, you're right. depressed. And that's the good thing. You have a bunch of activities and things, things you offer. We'll get to that in a second. But I want to get back to these guys again. Um, Robert, I'm going to start with you this time. Okay. What advice would you give to a young man or a young lady that's thinking about? You know what? I'm I'm getting out of school now. And I'd like to serve my country. What advice would you give to them? How to go about it? What to find out? And and what to expect? Well, with me, they they started out. They had a recruiter come to the school. And that's bringing you in touch with it. It was a military service connection. 
and it's still stuff that motivated me more or less. It just, at the time Vietnam was going on, I, I knew I'd be drafted if I didn't because I wasn't going to college. So I went ahead and joined so I could get my years over with. But then, of course, I stayed. I didn't stay longer than four years, but I had some different opportunities that come up because of it. Hank, what about, what about, what about you? What would you tell a young person today? I would say it was a good way of life. I had uh, 26 years in the military, and I enjoyed every 26 years, probably except for one one assignment, but that's, you know, you're going to have good with the bad. Right. I got had three years in Southeast Asia. Uh, I grew up in a military family, so it was it was a good way of life for me. And the education benefits, too. There's a lot of education oh, yes. benefits today that, that we didn't have when, Back when we then. all came in, yeah. Back then, you could take a course, even if you were overseas, like in Vietnam, we could take a course, and you'd we, uh, probably meet one or two days a right. week right. on your time off, if you had any. <laughs> and uh, we'd go over different subjects. I took advanced math while I was over there. And I took some college courses right. when I got back. And that, that was what was good when I was over in Japan. They had the University of Maryland over there, and I got all the way through Calculus too with yeah. them and all kinds of things, so the opportunity was there. What was your favorite? I know you were only in four years, but what's your, what's your favorite memory, Robert, of the military? It was a discipline outfit we had certain things we had to do and we had to stay you know you do your exercise you do your, everything else that goes on they uh boot camp was enjoyable in a way and then of course a part of the weather i, I would have liked to change but it's still good for training good for what happened and it, i thank it today you know for going through that because i got through it so, well, one thing that a lot of people, when they go into the military, they have a lot of questions. But when they come out, they have this respect and love for this country. Can you expand on that, Hank? Uh, you're right at that point. Uh, you get to know, it's like a family when you're in the military. It doesn't matter where you're Marines, Navy, whatever. You're a family, and yet uh, you're there to help protect the country. And that's the good thing about it. Jenny, let me run back over to you for a second. Um, what are different things that you offer over there? I know you don't, our veterans are not sitting around over there twiddling their thumbs and saying, okay, it's 6 no. o'clock in the evening now, I go to bed at 6.45. What what do you what do you offer at, at well we Clifford like Sam? we have a nice little routine in the mornings we like to we do exercise every morning we read the newspaper to them every morning and we get together we have our social time where we drink coffee and have a little snack and you know kind of plan our day sure. we always have bingo of course birthday parties and in the normal Bible studies and but we we even just this month it has been overwhelming with 
us going out. We had the Rotary Club. We went fishing. We went to St. Andrews uh, State Park, and I took a group fishing. Um, we went to a wrestling match at um, <laughs> Henry's Hank Quinn. These, these guys in it? Mm -hmm. They weren't in the match, but they <laughs> okay. went to okay, good. Thank Rosenwald. <laughs> it was a pro wrestling match uh, where they were sat, and they were able to meet some of the, the uh, wrestlers and, uh, you know, watch the, the show. So um, we like to go. We like to do. Um, if we can't go out, people will come in. We have several different bands. We just had a family member that hosted a fish fry there, and we had a new gospel band that came in and sang gospel music to us. So it, we're constantly, we have the whole project come in. They bring their horses there from the whole project and we have the little oh, yeah. uh, dolly yeah. that comes in comes in the building and walks right. around. We right. have the Alliance pet therapy groups that come in and 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 come with their dogs and and they they love the pets. So we do a wide variety of different things. So that's the that's the good thing about it. The, from what you're explaining from what I saw and I know these two guys will back you up on that is it's a home. It's, it's a not home. it's a family. They're all together. They all have something in common. But it's a home, and that's what we like. We like to have that home feeling. Something that's on the mind of a lot of people now, with everything that's going on, and it, a lot of politics involved in it, no matter how you look at it. But, Hank, what bothers you most right now about the way veterans are being treated? Some of the services, like when I... Uh, was able to travel, I had to go to Pensacola to get my glasses. And they had to go over and get an examination and go back and have them fitted. Now, there's no way I have to, I have to actually buy my glasses there. Uh, dental care is, is, we don't have any dental care per se, other than going to your dentist that you have. It's like, it's like the, the promises that were made to you when you came in then and to me is we'll take care of you for the rest of your life. It's really not happening right now. No, it's not. And I think a lot of it's got to do with money. Robert, what, what, what bothers you most about the way veterans are, are, are treated today? Well, the veteran sometimes doesn't follow through. Especially when you go into the, like the VA clinic in Pensacola. That's where you had to go to get your ser uh, the services they gave for you. And you had to follow through with it. That's what I did. And I was able to get my 100%, but it took a while. And we just had to keep working at it. We're not, it's not that the veteran will give up. That's point right there and I before think before it, it gets finished you have to keep doing what you do and what they what they need done if they want you to go over there and follow through with a different doctor do that because all it's going to do is help you the problem we have today with the with a lot of our veterans that I've talked to that with the with the healthcare itself is there is an extreme shortage of staff, be it just assistants in the, in the clinics, be it nurses, but doctors, there's a big shortage over the, of doctors. And the other thing about it is, is like with, if you have a doctor downtown, you can say, call up and say, hey, I, you know, I don't feel good today. I'll say, okay, come in at 3.15 this afternoon. 
it may take you a month or two to get yeah. an appointment. How do you deal with something like that, Hank? Well, I have a, I have my own doctor downtown that, that takes care of me. But if I have something that I have to go through the VA, it takes a while. You just have to wait and suffer through it. And that's, and that's the, and personally, you know, as a veteran, I don't think that's right. It's really not. I mean, and, and people need to understand, and, and, and you, I don't care what veteran you talk to, they don't want anything they haven't earned. But if they've earned it, they deserve to be treated with that. And that's, and that's to me, is one of the most important things right now. Ginny, running back over to you. Um, no, I'm not going to run. I'll be out of breath by the time I get there. Um, as, as an activities director, what are some of the things that you see really brings a smile to these two guys here on their face and to the rest of the veterans? What makes them happy? Because when I was there, I, I, the staff loves our veterans. And I know these guys, you know, I've seen them looking at the lady nurses over there. Yeah, okay, yeah, you can smile, it's okay. <laughs> but the, no, the thing is, is, is the staff genuinely loves them. And they do. Why? What, what causes people to fall in love with the veterans well, like that? Well, I'll tell you, some of our staff are veterans as well. They've been in the military. I personally was not in the military. But I feel like I'm giving my portion by working there. And I know several other people that work there uh, feel the same way. They're not, they're not, um, we were in the military, but we're serving the veterans, so we're serving the military. But I think what makes them smile is the simplest things. It, you can go out and go fishing and do all that, and that's right. fun. But when they have kids that come in that have drawn these little pictures and they hand it to them, or somebody just like when we were on that fishing dock, people came up to them and shook their hand and said, yeah. thank you for your service. Right. Those are the little things, the little thank yous. It doesn't have to be a major thing, just a little thing, the support that they get from right. the community. I mean, that's outrageous. And that, and that is super, I mean, if you haven't been over to visit it, Sims, you, you need to go over there and visit. But let's, let's switch gears for just a little second here. Um, Robert, Veterans Day, November 11th. What does, Veterans Day has changed, and I'll come right out and say it. It used to be it was honoring the veterans wholly. Now it seems like, oh, well, I'm off. It's another day off. What, what has changed over the years that you have seen with Veterans Day? Really, I, I don't really have ever thought about it before. You know, I'm a, a lot like a lot of people. It's another holiday. But it's the veteran is somebody that you got to thank them mainly for your freedom now. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps it going. And the veteran is somebody that when he when he did what he did, he wasn't asking for nothing. Right. He was just out there, and that's what they all do. And you'll find out, and I hope it continues, that it will always be that way. Hank, your response to that? Well, it's it's got like he said, it's got the words. People are forgetting exactly what it, we're actually celebrating, or not really celebrating, but honoring. And uh, people 
think, it, like you said, it's just another day off. They forgot what we went through to do that. They've forgotten the things that we had to face in order to be there, stuff like that. Jenny, you wanted to say something. Yeah, um, that's why when we, a lot of people celebrate Veterans Day that Friday or that Monday, we always celebrate Veterans Day and Memorial Day on the actual day. Yeah. We don't sway from that because that is the day that is designed for that honoring. So we take it very seriously right. at the Sin Zone. And everybody comes out and we do a big, a big ceremony. And I mean, it's, it's a big day for them on yeah. that day. And we make sure of it. And, and as you go through the years and everything, the holidays are so important to all of us. And I know you guys have got lots of big things planned for the holidays. So what I'm going to do, Jenny, is I'm going to let you talk that way about that. But as you're talking, I'm going to hold up these pictures of these guys here. Let them get a close shot. This the first one I'll hold up will be of Hank, and, and I I can see, you did some airbrushing on this. You can't tell me you did. <laughs> but but Jenny, what's going on over the holidays? Okay, so well we have think well ho of course Halloween's first, so we have a big party coming up for Halloween and uh, Halloween bingo. We've, ma we've made arrangements to do a special Halloween bingo. Then of course we have Veterans Day. We're going to have a ceremony. I have a band coming out to play on that day. Um, and then we have um, a motorcycle group that's coming out as well. And then uh, Thanksgiving, we are actually taking a group over to the VFW 8205 and they do a, a Thanksgiving dinner there. But we also do one at the home where the families can come and um, they can eat dinner with their veteran. So, and then Christmas is just all month long, nonstop, from parties and people coming out to do caroling, and then Christmas Eve, Santa Claus comes and delivers all the gifts. And then oh, Christmas, really? Yep. And then Christmas morning they open them up. <laughs> yep. Santa Claus doesn't come and see me. Yeah, he comes there. Does he, guys? <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what? We're we're it's we're almost running short of time here, but. <laughs> I'm going to ask each of you individually, um, and, and I'm going to start with you, Hank, and, and you got about a minute to, to say it. Um, what makes you feel that Sims is such a good place to be? Well, when I got there, I had been through two back operations, and the care I got at Sims was nothing but the best. I'd been at the hospital, and then it got infected, had a second operation. And when I they moved me to Sims, it's it, the the service there is just outstanding. The people there, it's not just a job to them; it's being part of a family. Robert, same to you. The family atmosphere is always there, always will be. I hope. And the question again, I I, I fear they get things a lot, so I. Redo the question for what, me. What is, why do you enjoy being at, at Sims so much? Well, you don't have to worry about things. You don't have things to worry about, like being at home by yourself. And you got somebody to go talk to if there's a problem. And it's, a, it's just a great place. And, and, it, and I'll tell you, if you haven't been there, I keep reiterating that you need to go there. Jenny, one minute, wrap us up. What do you want to tell me about Sims? 
Well, it was all, it's been a pleasure working there for 20 years, so I have to say that I'm going to be retiring from there, not too soon, but pretty soon. So I've made through the years so many people that just get in your heart and just stay there. And uh, every morning I get to see these guys every morning and hang out with them and do fun stuff with them. So I, I can't complain. And I'll tell you what, what a better bunch of guys. Yeah. You couldn't find a better bunch of guys to hang out with. I agree. Well, you know, I can sit here and talk all day, but I know we're running short on time, but I want to thank each and every one of you. Uh, Master Sergeant Henry Wolf, U.S. Air Force, retired. Thank you, sir, thank for you, coming today. Thank you for your service. Sergeant Robert Burgess, the uh, U.S. Marines, thank you for your service and thank thanks you. for coming in. And Jenny, you're the, uh, Jenny O'Hare is the activities director over there. You couldn't meet a nicer person. Jenny, thank you so much for coming in today. We appreciate it. And all she's not going to retire. And just just remember, these veterans, they are such an integral part of our family. Go over to uh, Chester Clifford Sims over there, visit the nursing home, and you will understand why our military is so important to this community. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again next week. The Our Military Community Podcast is filmed and produced by Commodore Productions, the college's student-run television studio. More information about OMC can be found at CommodoreWaves.com.